Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey and learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids to a classroom? Homes.com knows that these are all the things that you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's all so you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Lainey's 40, by the way. Oh, Boom! Big She's birthday. Pretty, looking smoking hot for 40. Right. She is. Yeah. He is gasoline. Well, what Walker doesn't know is that I've started recording. Oh, crap. (laughs) But no, that's awesome. But he's brought it up. Lenny is so fine. Mm -hmm. She is so fine. She's fine for 20. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. So um, I've got Walker Hayes and Lainey Hayes on the podcast today. So they are going to do all four things with us, which is awesome. We're going to cover just some of walker's music which is amazing i feel like he is a talented songwriter like so talented he will forever have a special place in my heart well for one you may recognize his voice because he does the theme song to this podcast um in case you don't know but this is walker Mm -hmm. walker do you do you remember singing this i don't i don't remember like record actually put your headphones on ek ek Right here. 
Yeah. So I had sent Walker when I asked him because Walker and I developed a relationship because Walker is also the guy that gave my mom a theme song. Like my mom was battling cancer. We would talk about her on the Bobby Bone Show. From that, the Pimp and Joy movement was born. And, you know, then next thing you know, Walker busts out with this song titled Joy Like Judy. And then Walker, what you don't know is that song. Well, I probably have told you before, so you may know, but I'm just now I'm going to tell everybody. And I'm sure I've told everybody (laughs) before, but I'll say it again, is that this song is such a gift, like to me and my sister, my family and friends and um, my mom's grandkids, my kids who didn't get to know her because you sent us this song like I feel like we at least recorded the video in March of 2014. Not sure when you sent the song, but once my mom had a theme song, Joy Like Judy, I was like, whoa, we got a <laughs> mom, you need to do a music you video. Did. And she was so hesitant. It wasn't like being on video is not her thing, but she rolled with it and she was such a good sport. And now, you know, y'all can watch it. It's a, it's on YouTube. We'll put it at RadioAmy.com if you want to check it out. But this is my first connection to Walker and why he and his family will forever be special to me because, like, this is a video that will forever be there for my family to watch. And this is Walker singing about my mom choosing joy. And it's it's definitely something, if you've listened to the podcast and you don't know much about Pimp and Joy, that I encourage you to go check out because, and I don't know if the video is like just super special to me because it's mine, but I hope that you'll be touched by it too because, and that's why, one another reason why I'll be forever grateful for Walker, but he has, he has so many other amazing songs and, you know, Bobby has always praised your songwriting oh, yeah. skills and is a big fan of you. And we're such a huge fan of Lainey too. And y'all just have an amazing life with some stories, the ups and the downs, and y'all are willing to be vulnerable and share. And that's what we're all about here on this podcast. So I think we're going to cover some of those, some of those ups and the downs. So Let's I appreciate y'all coming in to do it. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Are you nervous? <laughs> oh, Jinx. Pinch folk. Oh, oh, did you say pinch folk? You, you, yes. you want me to come send brainwave here? Yeah. Can we count to 10 really fast? <laughs> Is that what you do? Is that a thing? Count to 10? I don't know. One, two, five, six. I think so. That goes back to 17. So, mm-hmm. And y'all do have, yeah, six kids. So is that do. probably happens with them too a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like they keep you pretty young? Kids? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because y'all do not look like you have six kids. I got to tell y'all. If y'all don't know, too, what Walker and Lainey look like, they're like Nashville's most beautiful people. Right. 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 <laughs> and then, Lainey, okay. you said Walker's been... When did you start your working out journey, Walker? I started... So I quit drinking four years ago, and that's... I dabbled, and then I became... You know, it becomes a little bit of an obsession. Um, and so, yeah. So that's when kind of when I started caring I guess, you yeah. know, and visiting the gym frequently. I mean, because Lainey, um, I don't know, yeah. you, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I mean, he like was not in bad shape, but he went from like Walker, hey, I work out to, I don't know, like Men's Health Magazine cover. Right. He's always been in great shape. And tell him, there man. were seasons of... Tell him what you think of me. <laughs> tell him, tell him. <laughs> Let's not get that deep. Uh, no, no, we can go deep here. You're like, no, really, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, it became his thing on the road for sure. He always either ran or worked out. He always was in good shape, but 
definitely now it's turn it up a notch. Yeah, it's up a notch. Spice things up at the house. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's crazy. Come Sorry, on, Amy. You can't no, take him on. anywhere. <laughs> it's fine. We'll go ahead and get in. Tell him your favorite parts. <laughs> What? I'm, Amy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kick him off. Uh, okay. But no, yeah, she, seriously. Lenny is so fun. I'll always be like, doesn't does my arm look jacked? And she's like, it looks the same. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm terrible affirmation because he always looks the same to me. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know. You look the same as you did years yeah. ago. And he's like, no, that's not the right answer. <laughs> well, I'm like, I, I don't see the fluctuations. So. Yeah. Well, Walker, I... I know that you're used to kind of being out there and yeah. and sharing a lot. I mean, and you're an artist, a musician, a yeah. songwriter. You're out there. But Lainey, thank you for being here Thanks. with us. And I know that y'all are both going to open up about some hard stuff. And um, again, we'll talk about kind of the highs and lows of life and what we like to be here at the podcast is relatable and touch somebody. And I know that your story about Oakley and um, losing her and then even like Walker, you having to deal with that and almost losing Lainey, yeah. I feel like um, that's something we're going to get into as well, which I hope will, you know, be comforting to somebody. I mean, we're all real experience loss at some level, but, I, you know, that's definitely another level to me. Like, I can't even imagine, but even I've appreciated you being open and talking oh, about thanks. it. So um, that said, we'll just and then, too, I want to get at the end sometimes what we do with guests is find out things that you're grateful for. Oh, yeah. And guess how many things we do? Four. four. <laughs> Boom. So, but, you four. know, while we're recording, be thinking of the four things that you're grateful for. They can be serious or fun or whatever, and then we'll kind of close with that. But with that said, Walker, do you want, are you going to sing us to the... Be kind. Choose <laughs> joy. Laugh a lot. Laugh oh. a lot. Eat cake. Eat cake. So I just sent Walker the four things. Yeah. Um, the four things, uh, Joy Seeker, which that's what that is called, the Be Kind, Choose Joy, Laugh a Lot, Eat Cake. It's the something creed. we had on a shirt and a tote, and we called it the Joy Seeker. And I was like, hey, would you mind doing my theme song? And you were like, no problem. And then you were like over in the UK or something, yeah. walking the streets of yeah. London, just yeah. spitting out rhymes. I was so excited to do it for you, but I didn't have any gear there to like lay it down. And so, yeah, one day, I remember you being like, well, I need it by a certain date and yeah. I was like oh crap <laughs> and uh so yeah I just kind of wrote it I texted it to myself that's kind of how I write stuff is just text myself but yeah I remember a bit walking around and I was like I gotta find an alley where I can sit and sing like casserole thing and like and so send you a voice memo and I remember being glad when I sent you that and you were like, yeah, that's the, that's great. Oh, it's so perfect. Like you had the little, like the, the casserole and how you tied in, like, yeah, we share recipes on here. Cause I kind of told you, I think we're going to do like, it'll be all the things like recipes and serious stuff. And so you, your brain came up with casserole things, food, food for your soul thing. So that tied in, it's not just about like literal food, but food for the soul. Oh. Yeah, mind creative blown. genius. No, he fun. is. He is. So, you wrote okay. it all. I just put it to music. But yeah, what? the uh, yeah. But the fa- my favorite lines eat cake. I mean, that's yeah. to me that's the jam. Mm-hmm. Like you need a, sh- a hat that says just eat cake. Ooh, good I idea. Buy that. Yeah. Okay, I'll put that on a hat. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> to walkerhays.com. Eat cake. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be selling my, my merch table. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, other people do it. It's fine. It's awesome. First thing. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start with the romantic song that I teased because I feel like this song, Walker, 
it's it's so I mean, it's it's probably everything every woman would want to hear. And I know, Lainey, that you vet a lot of his songs for him. And do you get tired of doing that, or is it like, uh, <laughs> do I get tired yeah, of doing be, that? You walk? Be compl- I'm gonna t- be honest in this interview. Don't lie. Tell um, them the truth. Yes, for sure. I get. I, I wish I was this like perfect wife who was like, oh, bring me all your song lines. I love to hear them. But no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not really the reality at our house. Um, when he comes home with a song idea, like the day he steps off the bus and he's home for a couple of days, we're like you have a new song idea right now? Like, couldn't that have just waited a couple of days until you go back on the road? Because he gets in Songland and it's hard to bring him back. Like anybody in the creative world kind of knows that you you drift off and even though you're there, you're not really there. You're kind of living in your head in creative land. So um, yeah, oftentimes we go, hey, come come back to us like out of creative world. But But when he sent me the lyric to this song, I definitely, it was different. It was different from... The others. Okay. And so for people that haven't heard it, I'm going to play a little clip here. Go for we it. can only listen to a little bit of it. Yeah. Or then we might get sued by pay me. Walker. <laughs> so, because that's podcast I'm laws. With all I got. <laughs> so let's, li- we can listen quietly for a little bit and then we may have to start to talk, talk. over it. Okay. So here is a little bit of Don't Let Her. She don't give two cents about money. Nice little coffee in her honey. Let her sleep late as she wants. Home is a favorite restaurant. Don't you dare come home if you hammer Better watch your mouth and your grammar She loves babies, hates glitter You better shave before you kiss her And if she ever misses me Please don't let her There you go Okay, so what people are probably like, okay those are cute lyrics, but I don't really yeah. get it. But it's the concept behind it that makes the song so fabulous. Yeah. So explain the concept, Walker. Yes, it's a million different things into one. Um, I was just, I was actually, I wrote this song the same week I wrote your theme song. Crazy. Not, like in one week, I had the most fun, creative week. And uh, I was missing Lainey. And, you know, this was last year. So I was still, you know, we're fresh off the loss of Oakley. Mm-hmm. Almost losing Lainey, which you know I'm I'm a I am Lainey would would agree I'm, I'm the emotional person of the family and I have trouble I don't know what you call it, just digesting emotions like it takes me I'm a slow rebound from any emotional stimulus and so uh, my head you know when I'm missing Lainey over there I was in the, in the UK for two weeks I I I, I am. 100% myself and recharging my batteries with Lainey and the kids. When I'm away from them, things begin to just go south. I'm just lost. And I just started writing specifics about Lainey. Um, and really, it was just a love song. Like, look how much I know about you. Because I think that's flattering when Lainey's like, when you smile like that, I know it means this. Mm-hmm. And when you, I know how you, you know, eat with your elbow up or, you know, like little quirks when somebody knows that about you you feel like oh you notice me right and so like honey and yeah, coffee yeah. and that's what i started to do i was like you know she loves to sleep late and you know she doesn't like you if you're drunk and uh <laughs> you know and, and it just all the specifics about laney and i's story and then i accidentally was like and if she misses me don't and then i was like well what what i want you to do if she misses me because honestly selfishly i'm like let her a little bit you know, but then then make her feel better. But I was like, no, I want you to, you know, you know, help her move on. And 
And then it then that's that's the line that became that's what made it that almost morbid concept, you know, was that question was like, hey, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. And that actually happens to a lot of people. And I've I've noticed that from from the reactions of this song. So many people react and say, hey, that is my spouse. Uh, You know, I lost them and um, I needed to hear that. Now I'm going to go out, you know, I'm going to get back out there into the world. So, yeah, that song is, you know, obviously completely about Lainey. I I really enjoyed kind of sifting through the specifics of her. And I knew when I texted her, and and by the way, she she does not like to always listen to, to lyrics. Like, there, there, I, I almost cringe when I'm like, hey, do, will you listen right. to these two lines? Because I know she's like, oh, my God. Um, so... Anyway, it, when, when I sent her this, I knew I was like, this is going to get her. I know this is about to get her. And uh, and it did. So, Lainey, what was your when he sent you like? I mean, I, my one of my favorite line is home is a favorite restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. So good. No, I really this one struck me differently than a lot of the other songs. I, you know, sometimes he comes home with a sweet love song and he's like, I wrote a song about you today. And I hear it and I'm like, no, that wasn't really about me. But this one obviously <laughs> was just anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's not real. Too generic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one was so genuine and it, it was sweet to think, oh, you do. You just know all the little intricate details of me and who I really am. And it's it's fun to feel really known for who you are, good and bad and loved anyway. And so... This song did. I kind of. I think I sent him back a teary face and was like, "Oh my goodness, that's so sweet." Now, on the other hand, I was thinking, I don't know why anybody would want to listen to a song about me, but you know, I'm thankful that it really does touch the, other people. You're the inspiration. I think it's just for me listening. I mean, yeah, I don't like all. I home is my favorite restaurant, right. by the way, <laughs> too. I feel you on that one. But it's just like you can feel. It's so cute. It's cute. Yeah, like it's a cute love song that's deep and sweet it has so many layers to it it's not just surfacey it's not yeah. surfacey cute it's deep cute thanks right? for saying that thank you does that does that even make yeah. sense yeah no, it no, does. I I, I, sure. when i listen to it my, myself i find myself like i'm confused emotionally i'm like am i sad or happy or but then i laugh you know at the, the mom line uh that makes me laugh and then i love the little section about say the mom line the um Best advice I can give you, brother. Don't ever say she's acting just like her mother. Oh, yeah. Even though she does sometimes. Which, by the Uh, way, I adore my mom, and it sparked a whole lot of, like, me calling my mom, Mom, you're going to get a complex over this song. And so that was a really funny other little interlude. And and my mom was so sweet. I was like, my kids are going to say that one day. That's just life. Right. We all say that. I loved my mom as well. But when, I mean, when she was alive, my husband definitely compared me to her. And in fact... Even since she's passed away, it's been five years now. So it's like in that territory where it's okay to bring her up again. He will compare me. And I still get mad. I'm like, I don't do that. But I mean, I <laughs> right. clearly do that. But it's like little, it's just people that it's you're close cycle to. cycle of there's, life. And the way it goes. There's things about people where you're like, oh, yeah. <gasps> and you know, I'll call him out. Like, you're acting like your dad oh, right yeah. now. And he's like, say, it ain't yeah, one-sided. it is not one-sided Lainey for does sure. Me all the time. That's the fun go-to when you're married. That's just mm-hmm. easy ammo, you know? Right. And then it's like, well, and then you're like, well, I wouldn't say that if I was like, they were in the room. You're right. But no offense. It doesn't mean anything bad. I, I might. Just, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Are y'all close with, do y'all have a healthy in-law? I mean, I don't think your in-laws are listening. 
unless they are. But they I mean, we're all, probably will. Yeah, we don't get to see them a whole lot. You know, our life stays busy, mm-hmm. and they don't. You know, they they come to visit some, but. You know, we try to we try to make the round to visit everybody at least a couple times a year. Which because y'all are high school kids, I think that's pretty good. I high school sweethearts, yeah. So are your parents from, I, friends? I, I've uh, no, no. I mean, our parents were once we we started <laughs> dating in eleventh grade. They kind of began to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. But you know, I feel like maybe since our our relationship was so early and and at an immature age, and then you combine that with my career choice, you know, I can definitely, uh, even though at times I may stress or not appreciate my relationship with my in-laws, I can, as, as a father, I can see how difficult kind of watching us must have, have been, you know, me, me like Lenny meeting me, obviously not being on her level like she was completely out of my league SGA president totally. of everything mm-hmm. like no, beautiful really. <laughs> and then I, I was kind of a I was a poor student a little more of a wild um card and then you know a, a couple months into our, our engagement I'm like hey by the way I'm not gonna sell real estate I want to move to Nashville you know be a rock star and then turn around She's popping out kids like Tic Tacs, yeah. and you're like, and you know, I'm nice. sure her parents. I can definitely see if if there is any animosity or was ever any like, oh my God, what are y'all doing? I I can completely understand where that would come from. When I tell our story, a lot of times I'm like, what were we thinking? And, yeah, what and, age were you when you got engaged? Uh, we, we were, were engaged. We got married 24, at 24, 23. so t- engaged at 23. Yeah. We had a long dating. Long right. we were dating older. relationship. I think our life has just never made sense. And the things that we love the most in life are all the things that were really silly to go into. I mean, we couldn't afford, well, this dream was crazy to chase. And then we couldn't afford kids, but we kept having them. And all the things that we love the most about our journey in life, you know, have been the things that don't really make sense. We still can't afford kids, and and, and we we, we want to like we wish someone would just drop quadruplets on our door. You know, I mean, we, we just still more. struggle. With well, that's life. why everyone more. should go download Don't Letter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so we can afford. Yeah, and then there's like, is there Don't Letter merch? Oh yeah, we just came out with the Don't Ever Watch The Office Without Me shirt because um, that's one of the things. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we um. Yeah, we never we we sometimes sometimes we're like, are we we selfish like that we want, you know, more kids or um, and stuff. And, and we're but we're both the babies of the family, and so if you I think if you walk in our house, you you realize that like mm-hmm. we're so I I feel like we're lazy at times, but we're just there's there's things that we're not concerned with. For perhaps like the yard, I don't care. Like our yard looks like Jumanji. Always, and I don't care. I, I don't fix it until I get a notice from the neighborhood, and they're oh. like, "Hey, you gotta, pull, you gotta the pull those weeds." And I'm like, "For real? I thought you know, people, my kids love guys. them. They're like, they're so pretty. And, uh, <laughs> the weeds are flowers. So yeah. They're beautiful, mom. But uh, you know, wild. we got we got sheetrock problems going on. I mean, we skateboard, we throw the ball in the house. We we just we live in a different on like kind of a different planet, and we always have. I think when you have a bunch of kids, though, you have to learn to let a lot of things go, a whole lot of things go. Just to, you, know, you know this. Right. Well, I mean, I have two. Y'all have six. Like, but but still, it's life with kids. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you, ha- I, yeah. you have to, or you don't enjoy 
your kids and you don't enjoy what you have. Exactly. I used to be way more uptight about, or I don't know what kind of mom, Lainey, you thought you were going to be, but I thought I was going to never give my kids cereal, you know? <laughs> like, and we, we should know. I get it. I promise I get that. <laughs> oh, dude. You're like, we're going to have healthy smoothies hey. for breakfast every morning, <laughs> and I get it. Right. With, with our first kid, Lainey always had like, a mini bag of fresh carrots and like <laughs> some pureed asparagus. <laughs> and then now we only dude, start house, on avocado. And, our house yeah. is raining Lucky Charms <laughs> now. Just, it is interesting how you change yes. your, it's just, you know, it's like, wait, why am I so stressed? I mean, I feel like we still have aspirations and goals of like keeping them healthy and getting them interested in like things that are going to be good for them. But at the end of the day, like a bowl of cereal isn't going to hurt anybody. Uh-uh. But I mean, I, I used to be pretty, and even like I was a little judgy and I, I take it all back. I don't want to, now I'm like <laughs> not judgy, but I remember I would see, I was like, oh, no. I mean, cause my mom fed me that I ate sugary cereals. I will say I, we don't have, we don't have lucky charms. There you go. You haven't got there but yet. But no Are you judgment. Us, no. <laughs> a couple more kids. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I know. If no, I pop out, I'm, I'm just that's, kidding. That's what I'm saying. If I pop out a few more, I might go that route. Yeah. But now it's like, even even the convenience sometimes of, I think on Saturday morning, like Stevenson got up and I was like, hey, buddy. He's like, what's for breakfast? And I was like, can you just pour yourself a bowl Whatever of cereal? You and it fix. was amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is the life, <laughs> right? Yes. So I can't even you know, imagine. There's this ideal like way up here in the clouds and then there's real life and it doesn't always Now match. on the subject though of sugar cereal, I will say it, it is, has an immediate effect on our kids' attitudes. So then selfishly, I'm like, ah, eat a banana or right. something else because I just don't want to deal with Sometimes it's with not the worth way it. you're going to act after you eat <laughs> right. that cereal. That's okay. a real thing. I'm saying that struggle is real. Mm-hmm. Like with the dietary stuff is for real. Oh, yeah. I can see it too in my kids. But then sometimes, well, sometimes it's like you were saying, Lainey, like you just, you don't want to miss out on experiences with your kids. Like you don't want to waste time doing the yard if you're missing out on right. stuff with your kids. Like for me, I felt like I was sort of going to be the same way about like ice cream or different things. And then there's times we got as a family and we all get it together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I was trying to be uptight about it, we'd miss out on those moments because right. like kids love treats like that. Yeah. And it's true. You know, I don't want to be like, so uptight, I can't even enjoy ice cream with my kids. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so before we, again, back to Don't Let Her, which you should be downloading now on iTunes Do to it. support Walker and Lainey and their six kids. But let's listen to a few more lyrics to see where we are. I kind of like, let me turn it up. I'm not a professional here, but hold on. Get it. I'm good. And if she's thinking she can love again, she should understand. Orchids, that's her favorite flower. Don't ever watch The Office without her. After that shirt's available. Got it. Yeah. My favorite season is football. It's a jam. You really love football season, Lainey? Oh, I do. We're okay. counting down. August 31st. Oh, yeah. No, I know. See, I'm not that into football, but my husband, yeah, he's on the countdown, yeah. and I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm very I mean, lucky. Lainey, Lainey is like avid sport, like if if I was like, hey, we're going to have a special date tonight, I have a surprise for you. If I was like, hey, I got tickets to a Cardinals game or a Braves game or, or a Bama football game, she would lose her mind. Like, that's that's where she likes to hang. And, and I again, I'm, I'm a lucky, lucky dude. Um, she knows more about pro baseball than I do right now. I'm, I'm on the road singing. I don't really, know, you know, get to watch every game. And she'll be like, dude, the Red Sox lost 
by this much and this is how this was crazy and she'll just watch it by herself like after I think it's probably been since getting since having boys and they've gotten older and watching yeah. them at baseball and then just kind of getting into it and then watching some games with them you know it's kind of been a process I can't say I was always like that but it is a fun thing to do as a family and we're kind of obsessed with playing the show on the PlayStation when Walker comes home so every day we've gotten a lot of baseball knowledge that way too but I do love us. football nice the first thing we do when we wake up. And four of our kids were August babies. What is and the show? Always, it's a oh, PlayStation it's like a baseball. baseball game. <laughs> oh, okay. She goes with the Red Sox. I usually play with the Dodgers. She's so good. So I kind of beat it like every Walker's time. speaking that right now, and I'm just hearing a song. <laughs> she likes Red Sox. I like Dodgers. There we go. <laughs> right? <laughs> Add yes. it in. Add it in. <laughs> um, Put it on a shirt. There just kidding. Go. But I know we mentioned the, the merch and, and the stuff about Walker. I just want to say, too, you can go to walkerhays.com. Right, Walker? Yes, ma'am. Because, I mean. Get it. Get it. Get it. Check it so out. We can get some more keto. All right, you got to love a place that makes shopping for gifts super easy. Because heads up, Father's Day is June 16th. And Macy's has got you covered. Their ultimate gift guide makes shopping for the dad or the dad figure in your life super easy. You can shop by price, 25 and under, 15 and under, 100 and lux. You can shop by category, like cologne, watches, leather goods. You can even shop by gift lists. Like if your dad loves to grill, then shop for grill master things. If your dad loves to golf, then you can go to the gift list that is for the golfer. I mean, really, Macy's has thought of it all. If you have a tech-savvy dad, voila, Macy's Gift Finder, again, has you covered with that. Top gifts include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. Top brands such as Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. Really, Macy's has it all, so don't be a last-minute shopper. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. From searching online to asking your friends and family, there are a lot of ways to look for jobs. But have you considered finding your next job through a staffing company? Your local Express Employment Professionals team is your one connection to endless job opportunities. With just one application, 
they can help you find a job at a company that fits your needs. Visit ExpressPros.com. And as always, Express never charges job seekers a fee. Express knows when companies are hiring, offers benefits and competitive pay. And in just one interview, they are prepared to present you to multiple companies who fit your needs. Express Employment Professionals places people in all kinds of jobs, including everything from customer service to warehouse jobs to accounting and IT roles. Let Express help you. And remember, there is never a fee for job seekers. Go to expresspros.com to get started and discover for yourself what it's like to have support in your job search. You can also start through the Express Jobs app. Download it today to search jobs, apply, and contact your local Express office. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Second thing. Okay, so Walker, next I want to talk about the Craig Fund, Let's which um, is a really amazing story. Also, yeah. too, you created a song from that. It's got to be, I think, probably therapeutic for you totally. to be able to use, just like you gave us the gift of Joy Like Judy. Yeah. And, you know, even the podcast theme song that may resonate with some people in some way, but this is like on another level because, you know, you met this guy, Craig, and he had a major impact on your life, which we'll get into, but then you were able to write a song about him and then you played him the song and then it's created a whole movement. Yeah. And so I'm going to play a little bit of the Craig song and then we'll talk about it because the Craig fund, I think is something that people I mean, they may want to see how they can get involved yeah. or they may just be inspired by like, yeah. oh, wow, like you can make a difference and you can bless people big or small. And Craig happened to go, I mean, he went big for y'all and we'll get into exactly how, but here is Craig by Walker Hayes. Yeah, I know. He sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet. But Craig, I get, no, he can't. Walk on water. Turn a nap of valley red, but he just might be tight with a man that did. So obviously, there you're implying yeah. that Craig is like um, J-E-S-U-S. like Jesus, like he's tight with Jesus because he has, you know, a relationship. You met him at church, but you kind of were like, this guy's different than maybe other yeah. people you have had experienced. So Walker, I'll let you take it. Yeah, away. yeah, Craig. Uh, there's two massive like. There's two two large things that I that um 
struck me about Craig is one, I, I can be a very judgmental person, especially upon like a, a Christian community, because I've a lot of times I find myself picking them up apart because they are proclaiming one thing, but then acting a certain way. And that's, that's my problem. That's wrong of me. Um, but Craig's relationship with Laney and I was so unconditionally loving and we never felt if I'd have felt preached at or even taught, I would probably have backed off. I'm just that type of person, but he just loved us. And so that was definitely alluring um, quality that he possessed. And he, his just relationship with us was so, um, had no agenda. It just, just, they just wanted to, they just loved us, you know. And then also, I was beyond inspired, obviously, by, by, by Craig giving us a car. And, and there's, there's many reasons, but one was because dude didn't ask. You know, I, th- I find myself a lot of times. Well, hold on. I'm going to back up a little yeah, bit because yeah. people might be yeah. want to know a little Sorry. bit more of the backstory. So y'all started, and Lainey, I don't even know that I know this part, but like who like found the church y'all were going to start going to? Maybe it was oh, new. Yeah, you started you go. going. Were you going? And then Walker started going. And then what was... What was going on in y'all li- y'all's life around that time? And then, boom, now Craig is in the picture. So I originally met Laura, Craig's wife, uh, through a mutual friend. Just kind of nice to meet you, and that was it. And then saw her later at basketball, at a, our kids' basketball games, and just started talking to her. She told us they had just moved here, they had started a church, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, great, that's nice. And then they had invited us, and I was like, I don't know. So I kind of got online, and I was like, what kind of church is this? What do they believe? You know, what's going on here? And um. She struck me, of course, as super kind and friendly from the very beginning, and we certainly clicked. And then I drug my family there, and it was in the winter, so it was pitch black dark. It was at night. They were meeting at night, and we were driving to the middle of the country, and I was like, guys, I don't know what we're about to drive up to. Like, I was kind of a little bit flipping out about, I don't know where I'm taking my family. Um, And then we walked into this church at night, and it was just... It was amazing. People were so kind and welcoming and loving and kids everywhere and running around. And it was just the most come exactly how you are and we love you sort of place that we had walked into. So that was kind of how it started. And then we did develop a very close friendship with Craig and Laura and their kids over the course of time. And you can go from here. Well, yeah. And at that time in our lives, um, I was I was drinking heavily. Um, probably when we rolled into that church, I'm sure I, I'd been drinking all day. Um, we had, we were about to have, we we're about to actually be pregnant with our sixth. We had just had number five. Number five. Lolly was okay. a little and, bitty baby. You know, things were going downhill fast, like money wise, uh, job wise. I had not gotten a job yet at Costco, was but was about to. And, uh, but yeah, Laura, I mean, honestly, Laura and Craig, uh, they they just they adopted us is what they did. I mean they 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 called us theirs. They opened their house to us. Uh, he showed up, you know, to my shows like a father figure would, and sat in the back. And anytime I saw Craig in the back chatting somebody's ear off, I knew that he was like, "Isn't that dude good? Like, <laughs> did, have you ever heard of this guy? Like, he seems to be, like he would always tell every night, like after a show, he'd be like, "You need to be playing arenas, man. I can't believe you're playing, right? You know." And I, and I was just like, it was so kind and 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 genuine, and um, 
And then, yeah, our relationship just continued to grow. And then about three years later, we had had our sixth kid, um, Everly, and we were down to one car. We, we, I had hidden the fact that I had gotten dropped from a label from an endorsement deal that I had. Because I knew that as soon as this Volkswagen dealership found out that nothing was going on musically, that they'd probably take that van back. And all we had was this old Honda uh, that Laney brought in when, when we got married. And so the, the, the van got taken away. I remember, I remember watching the truck take it, and the kids were like, that's awesome. You know how they put it up on the truck. And I was like, <laughs> they I mean, didn't yeah, understand. It is awesome, but not, <laughs> but not really awesome <laughs> at the same time. And so things got rough, you know, and, and, um, you know, I acted like, oh, I got, you know, I got it figured out. And we shared a car for about six weeks. And one night Craig shows up un- unannounced. We had invited, he showed up after Beckett's uh, baseball game and, um, got out of his own, minivan and Laura his wife drove in 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 another car and he had this big grin on his face and and we argued you know he he was he was like take take the car you know just take it I know I know you you know you know you need it all you got to do is sign he had the and title and a pen had, in his hand he did the song is exactly like, what what <laughs> went down and um I was like, nah, you know, and because honestly, I was genuinely embarrassed and just proud and, and, and didn't want to accept help because, you know, accepting help just felt like I was saying that I c- couldn't do it, you know, on mm-hmm. my own. And I remember my daughter, I remember her saying, Dad, just take the car. And then I remember Craig saying he, he actually him and his brother were like really good wrestlers in high school. And at one point he said, I'm going to wrestle you, f- you know for it and I was like nah no thanks I don't want to wrestle and so I just took I took the car and we drove it home and uh and I immediately felt a burden just lifted um I felt the the ability to focus on other things and not be so stressed out about you know the vehicle situation and obviously the kids were much safer riding in a car that they all fit in you know we had been driving everywhere in the Honda with Laney and I and six kids, and so it was definitely illegal. Um, and you know, we we weren't like proud of that, but that's all we had. But yeah, I mean, dude showed up and he didn't ask, like I said. I mean, he saw a need and he just, I think him and Laura probably spoke, like, hey, can we do this? And 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 Craig, you know, I think a lot of people feel like he just hands out cars and can do that. I mean, he, I think after he gave us the car. He went and bought himself something used, like for five or six grand. It's not. It's not like he was like, "Oh, I'm going to get a Tesla." And just know. so y'all know, that was a that was definitely a financial push for them. That was not really something they could necessarily afford to do. People think, "Oh, they must be wealthy and be able to just do that." They really couldn't. They were stepping out in faith, just seeing a need that we had, and how can we help? They're just those people. You know, it wasn't that that was an easy thing for them. They were they were really just stepping out, and that they have was, four kids, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I have goosebumps. And they didn't have like a bank account of money that they could rely on if something happened. I mean they they were really they were going out on a limb for us for sure. That was and they, people don't they see wanted that to side bless you right. and and Walker to you like he he proved to you that like yes there are there can be people that. 
maybe aren't necessarily, they are walking the walk and talking the talk. Right. And that's who Craig was to you. So that's why, well, that's what the song is, is all about. And then you, from that, the Craig Fund was born? Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, I get teary-eyed every time we, we do something just because of how just full circle it is. But we, we, have, um, we have a Craig Fund. Uh, we sell shirts where the, those, those shirts, every shirt that we sell, the proceeds go to the Craig Fund. And then people just drop huge installments. Like people just, like when we lost Oakley, the Craig Fund filled up. That was kind of people's way of, um, you know, saying they love us and and um, in honor of Oakley and stuff. And and what what we do is uh, we it, it was a lot of logistics and hoops and loopholes to to jump through at first. But we we gave our first car away uh, to a single mother. And and again, it was just an emotion. It's such an emotional moment. And um, we're going to continue to to do those things and find ways that the Craig Fund can be used. But it's all about exactly what Craig did for me. It's uh, what we do is we take submissions of who you can like nominate for the Craig thing and people send us, you know, we had about 50 submissions narrowed down for us. And then me and Lenny and the kids sat down and we went through like 50 one night and and it was like okay who do y'all it's so hard oh, you so know hard, to yeah. choose. so hard but um you know we'll keep all those and and do it again and again and again and uh it's my favorite you know part of of being um uh you know whatever you call me you know singer songwriter recording artist or whatever i mean it, that to, to, to me that's the that was the most fulfilling moment i think i've experienced in this in this job is when when we showed up in a town and I was able to give this lady a hug and um, her kids had written me, you know, letters and I sat in the car and it was so clean. And, and, you know, from, from my experience with Craig, I, I remembered how nice that was like to, to sit in a car that just started when you turn the key, you know, and you push the button and the window works and you're hot and the air makes you cold. And there's you know, a seatbelt for everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just like th- those things. I think, you know, now, Laney and I are okay financially right now, and and we, we you t- it's funny how fast you take those things for granted. But I know where those people are, and I love reading the submissions. And the people that write the submissions are they're they're Craig's and themselves. Like just to to sit down and write essays about someone they love and why they need a car or they need assistance. So it's a it's a really really gratifying, fulfilling, fun part of what I'm able to do now. And that. Craig Fund stuff can be found at walkerhays.com? Yeah, it's all over the place. All there? Yeah, yeah you, can, so. you can buy a Be A Craig shirt. You know, those are everywhere. And uh, I didn't steal that from Amy. <laughs> and uh, his team set up the fund, <laughs> but it's all the people out there that are filling it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was about to say, a lot of people of are like, oh, you're so nice. It ain't my money. It's my it's the the fans. I mean, they're they're, they're the amazing. ones that fill I know. that up. So. Isn't it, it's, it is an amazing, it is an amazing feeling. And, you know, Walker, you're, I know sometimes you're like, oh, no, you know, people ask you to sign like pimp and joy stuff like you're one of the original joy pimpers <laughs> because sweet. of the theme song. And it's like that's something, too, where I, I, I know exactly what you're feeling, like watching people rally together for a cause and a reason and a movement. And it's so cool to see people react and they want to be a part of something bigger and better right. because that's what pimp and joy is to me. It's what the Craig Fund is to y'all. And it's a lot similar to your mom. I'm sure you're you're like 
to to me it all started like that elevator thing. She talks to people like that's what grabbed me. So you must have been re listening to the Bobby Bone Show I heard one day. That. Okay, I heard so that, or maybe read, maybe heard about you talking about her, and then read something, and in something written about you talking about her, you said. She taught, she, I mean, who well, cause she was choosing joy and at the hospital in yeah. Anderson, when she would be like having a rough day, like going to get treatment, it was just like, oh, but she knew everyone else at MD Anderson was probably having really rough days too. Yeah. So she would make an effort to talk to people on the elevator and yeah. be like, such a cute sweater or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, who talks to people in the elevator? <laughs> well, but she did. Yeah. And I guess you picked up on that. And then I, I don't know that we've ever talked about how you decided well, to write to me, a song that about the, her. That was the, the spark. And you have to like that's I think that's that's what I feel about Craig is like just the way he spoke to me that first night and now full circle we're just dropping cars on people because other people are you know doing it and then that happens outside of us like but you know we'll meet people in line and they'll they'll say hey I donated I just gave somebody a car because I heard amazing heard about your friendship but yeah. you have to feel the, you know the the same way about that's just a cool thing how small. To me, something can be, and then a couple of years go by, and it's a freaking franchise. Like it's yeah. it's just happening, and it's all. It was literally because of love. It was it was because one person just wasn't in love with himself. They were actually in love with everybody else just for a second, and then ba boom. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a and I know Craig was kind of when you talked about releasing the song and it being public, like oh, he yeah. was like, oh, he was. He, he probably still does. It, it was uncomfortable for him because he wasn't doing it for any sort of he didn't no. want praise or recognition. He just wanted to, again, just bless y'all. And so but but for him and because him and his wife, they felt it was put on their heart. This is what they needed to do. And they were obedient with that. Like, this is the domino effect. Like, yeah. this is the. The blessing upon blessings and blessing and it's multiplying and y'all are keeping it going and Walker with your platform like and y'all's fans together I mean hello y'all do have these are the haze of our lives (laughs) 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 basically your own soap opera happening but y'all are y'all are using y'all are doing good with it and I think that that's what's important some people are like I don't really want to talk about it but when you do it's not like for bragging because you know that it's possible because of everyone right and it's also to inspire yeah it is craig didn't even want to play the song for his kids that's how you know humble he is about kind of recognition and then on a uh yeah on a funny note one songwriter came up to me and he was like dude that same thing happened to me somebody gave us a car and i was like wrote a song (laughs) and it was originally just meant as a thank you for him and then it was never meant as an album edition yeah Yeah. well let's listen to this hook one last time in case craig's listening craig if you're listening this goes out this goes out to you (laughs) he sounds cool right not your typical kid from sunday school right i still ain't figured out church yet but craig i get now he can't walk on water Turning Napa Valley red But he just might be tight With a man that did Now he's not the light of the world But I wish that mine was bright as his Yeah, he just might be tight With a man that is Lyrical genius right. And you know he will listen 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Craig oh, will listen to that. Does. Does. Listen All women. Hi, Craig. Craig. Sure. Hi, Craig. Yeah. Craig, and you're Laura. awesome. Hey, he Laura. He hey. Um, so that's another song, too. Walker's probably going to be like, shut up, Amy. No. But um, that you can go download. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do it. Can't do it. Do it. You won't do it. Here we go. Third thing. So, Walker, I have tattoos that are super personal uh, to me. Yes. Like, I have Joy tattooed in my mom's handwriting on my wrist, and then That's I have awesome. Espoir right below that, which means hope in Creole, right. and that was just for me. Like, our adoption process took five years. So, obviously, having lost my mom, having Joy in yeah. her handwriting on my wrist is a big deal, and then Espoir was there as an everyday reminder as we were going through that process of, you know, like, don't lose hope. Yeah. This is going to happen, even though... There were days where I thought, okay, this might not happen, but that was my reminder. And so I know that you have Oakley's footprint yeah. on your arm. Uh-huh. And so I know, like even getting into this right now, I feel yeah. like it is something, it's, mm-hmm. I know it's so personal for y'all and I appreciate you sharing, yeah. but even something like that every day, having to look down, yeah, I'm sure it has Sometimes, like for me, seeing my mom's handwriting, it's like so special, but then sometimes it's also hard. Yeah. And so how how long has it been since She would have been, she would be one year and about two months now. Okay. June 6th is the day she was born. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just talk about, I, I, um, Lainey and I kind of decided together uh, to not be private about this and I think one of the reasons we did is because there were a couple people that were not private about their own experiences that showed up for us literally the day of like I'm talking about while Lainey was in this in in the operating room and I was there alone by myself um what was the girl's name Michelle her name was Michelle I don't even remember her name I've only seen her once in my life and that was that that was that day and she showed up and she began to just talk and walk me through her experience of losing a, a child. And uh, had she been private or never reached out to any organization that cared about that happening to someone else, we would have been completely lost that day. I didn't know, you know, it sounds silly, but when, when, you, when you, you know, Lainey had a stillborn. She, she carried Oakley nine months. That morning, we thought we were going to have a home birth. We were so excited. Uh, I was supposed to play on the CMT Awards that night, like first TV, anything, just a lot of excitement and happiness. And then, you know, she goes into labor, her uterus ruptures. An hour and a half later, a doctor walks in to to me in a room and says, hey, you had a, a little girl. We tried to resuscitate, but we couldn't. And so I'm just sitting there alone. I don't know. Like I obviously want to get to my wife. I don't know if I'm supposed to meet. Do you do you meet? Do you do you do you hold a dead kid? Do you do like do, that's just a question. That's like one question in my head. Like, do you do you hold her? What do you do? Like, what are we about to? We about to have a funeral? Like, do you get rid of them at the? I mean, I, I'm clueless. You know what I'm saying? I, I had absolutely <laughs> no idea. And then in the meantime, emotionally. I've never experienced, and, and Lainey and I, are, we go through this together, you know, I I look at this tattoo still on my arm, and it reminds me, I had a ba- I had a kid, a baby, I held a kid of mine, a real life child in my hands, you know, that had a foot, and another foot, 
and and hands and 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 hair and a face that lo- that just look like another one of our our kids. And so yeah, I don't really know what question I'm answering, but I think I start off by saying we would be vocal about it because it's not just us. You know, this people lose people all the time, and it is a shocking lonely emotion and people grieve differently and I needed that girl Michelle there more than anything uh, she walked us through getting pictures of Oakley and uh, she she helped us find the cemetery where we would eventually go look and bury our daughter next to hers mm. um, which which was earth shattering just like kind of a that that was just like a I don't know what you, what you call it. It just Lane it was like just, a moment we, of we peace and a very we fell in tears. You know when we when we saw Lucy is her name when we saw her name. Laney and I literally broke down in just shambles. And then then a dog came up and peed on a grave, and we we laughed. We just laughed. Uh, we laughed so hard, and we needed that dog to pee on that grave. <laughs> we were like, this is the perfect spot. <laughs> we were like, it's just like our house. Uh, there's dogs everywhere, and there's you know Lucy here, but it's just a whirlwind. You know, we still are in. Like I said, I still look at 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 her footprint, and I go, that happened to us, and it happens to a lot of people. Um, and you know, I'm talking miscarriages to, you know, SIDS and 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 people people just lose people lose grown up kids. You know, and well, like there's I said, something about it being the other way around I feel like yeah I lost my mom and she probably she died too young and she had cancer but it was sort of in the right order of like right at some point I was probably hopefully going to say goodbye to my mom and I will to my dad because that's what we consider to be the natural progression of life so with y'all having to experience especially after you've got six kids it's like well we're giving birth so this we've already done this before we're about to meet our new baby and then it's a do a 180 and then not yeah like that's that's a whole different territory even to where i'm just like i wouldn't know like what do you do do you do you hold them and do you take yeah do you take pictures so yeah yeah, i mean michelle what a blessing that that she was there yeah and then laney's not you're in surgery right so i i mean he went through a lot of it alone because I was in surgery for what a couple hours, and um, and at this point, and then Walker, after that, do you not know her state? You know, like, no, well. you know, I did. I wasn't really honestly. It just was such a blur. I wasn't. I I realized later, I guess, how close you know Laney was to to dying. Uh, I, I was just oblivious. Again, I'm concerned with, you know, with Oakley, because you're you're look on it. You, you know, you're looking at minutes. You're like 15 minutes ago. There was a heartbeat, or and you're like, no, it can't, you know, mm-hmm. it can't be done now. Like, are you sure? You're sure, and you and you're just like, no, no way. This is that this is happening. And then I could I could sense distress in the doctor as she continued to visit me and say, hey, we're trying to stop the bleeding. We're doing everything we can. And then they would vanish, and then I'd be like, what did they just say to me? Like, does it? It sound? It doesn't sound like it's over yet, you know. And so. Yeah, I mean that was freaky. And then the 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 worst part of it all was um <clears throat> was when Lainey came to and she was out she was a, she had a tube in her mouth so she couldn't talk to me and she was very very drugged and sedated 
and uh, she lost a ton of blood um, during surgery, and so she she was coming out and awake from that, and and she would look at me, and I'd be like, ah, oh, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna say something about it, and she would touch her stomach, and I I knew she was like trying to say like what you know, she wanted me to say we had a girl or you know whatever and then I would tell her I'd say you know as a girl she didn't make it and then I could just see Lanny's body physically just convulse just go like I thought she was gonna have a heart attack because she couldn't she couldn't talk or say anything she could just cry and I would just see tears and tears and then she would kind of pass out and then 15 minutes later we would just do it all again like she would wake up like I never told her anything. And and so over and over, you know, I, I continually felt I had to answer. And and so, you know, that completely sucked. And then, and you know, Lainey, Lainey and I, we, we, it's like we were, someone, somebody explained it to me, not like a therapist, but a dear friend said, it's like y'all are both in, the, in a car wreck at the same time, like exactly the same time. And then forever we'll always be telling each other what happened in our wrecks. Like it was the same wreck, but different wrecks. And, and you know, I, th- I feel so bad, you know, for, for Lainey because when she woke up, she didn't lose just a kid. We're done. We can't have she, – she, she woke up and got told, we're, you're done. You're not have, you, you can't – we're not having any kid. It would be irresponsible of you to – to, to, to become, you know, pregnant again. And that is so hard, you know, for, for, for me to watch. Lainey is just, just what she was born to do. I swear to God that it's, it's just, she she was supposed, I didn't know that when I met her, you know, when I'm in 11th grade. I didn't know she was just, she was made to just raise and love and nurture and care, you know, for kids. But that is, um, that's where she she belongs. She she's supposed she's gifted at that like like next level uh, gifted, and so you know she's been struggling with that um, truth. You know that she she's we, we, I don't know what do you call it. You're, you're you're on not like birth control, but she we have what do you use? The wall. Come on, somebody help me. The goalie, the eternal goalie that never goes away. Your IUD. IUD. Yeah, she oh. did. She does that. He's going thing. into like birth control methods. Anyway, now. I'm just saying. She's on that, but we, she and I laugh, and we're like, I hope, I still hope, like, I still hope, you know, like, I hope, I hope you get pregnant, and that's, like, maybe God's way of saying, you can't, really you can't stop this train, like, it's, it's, it's not It's really crazy over. how big those desires are, you know, yeah, like Walker said, not only did I wake up and realize that we had lost Oakley, we didn't know she was a girl, so we find out it was mm-hmm. a girl, mm-hmm. you know, we lost her, um, and then they say, you know, they were able, they they wanted to do a hysterectomy, but they couldn't because of how much blood I'd already lost and they didn't think I could survive it and all of that. So um, anyway, they did not do a hysterectomy. So for Walker and me, we're going, well, maybe there's still a chance. You know, like that's how badly we love having kids. Like that is, you know, his his only dream is not music, but that is, that is my dream. Like I love having kids and just pouring everything I have into them like um I don't know so yeah to wake up and to realize we were done and that you know that wasn't our plan you know that was our plans just getting completely 
halted and told, you know, you're doing a 180 from this, actually, you know, um, it is hard. It's so many layers to process, to take in so many levels of grief. You know, we're grieving Oakley, you know, after losing her, you know, I'm my body has a hard time healing. And then it's the things like your milk still comes in, you know, a day or two later. And it's mm-hmm. such a harsh reminder that you don't have a baby. Um, and so you have these physical things you're dealing with, the emotional toll. Um, you know, you're almost still in so much shock. It's kind of the Lord's way of protecting you. You can't take it in. It's hard to even grasp. It's a process of grieving because you can't you can't really understand the weight of it immediately. Um, and yeah, we had so many people there for us. Um, the people at the hospital, the stuff we didn't know. I mean, hold her, spend time with her, hug her, you know, love what you can. Um, Try to memorize our features. You know, you just look at her toes. Mm-hmm. And you just like you study her. Stop looking at her because you you're not you won't you're not going to see her again. Um, um, a photographer named Callie showed up and did pictures for us, and you know, then I said, you know, Leela is our only child that met her and held her. But I said, you know, don't take pictures on your cell phone because I don't know that you'll want that in your camera roll. And I regret that. I mean, you know, I didn't know. I, it's not You're not taught on how to do this. And so we didn't take snapshots of her. But thankfully, Callie was there and did pictures of her. And that's all we have. And so um, I am so thankful because, I mean, would I, would I do things differently? In some ways, yes. But in other ways, I'm so thankful that these people all showed up because they helped us grieve in the healthiest way that we possibly could going through something like that. And we wouldn't have known how to do that, um, how to walk through losing her. And and then, you know, it's the things you're not expected for. You know, you're holding, you're holding your dead baby and you just, it, it is the weirdest thing. They look just like every other newborn we ever had. And you are, you are physically staring at them going, please just breathe. Like, there's, you know, you just think, oh, they're going to start breathing. You know, they're not. This isn't true. You know, they're going to breathe. The, you know, it's just hard to it's hard to take it in because you really are. And the other thing, and this is, you know, maybe a lot of information, but she was cold. And so the mom and you just keeps kind of wanting to snuggle her up mm-hmm. and hold her close and wrap her up because, you know, she's cold. And um you know, spiritually, I'm going, she's not here. You know, this is just her shell. She's not here. She's very much alive, just not right here with me. But the mom of you can't get past the, this is her physical body that you want to care for. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, she's not there. But it is it is traumatic and traumatizing. And we do want to share our story because if it can help somebody, like you said, not feel alone if it can, you know, if we can help somebody grieve in the healthiest way that they can, you know, we want to we want to do that. Um, it's also therapeutic. I mean, selfishly, just to relive it. Um, I can still just as we talk about it, mm-hmm. there's there's still shock here. I mean, there really is. There, her her picture is at the. It's it's in our room. It's in our room where it all went down, and um, I mean, some nights. We just sit there and talk, you know, and and look at her picture and still absorb, like, this happened to us, you know. Yeah. And like you said, it's probably a miracle that you can't 
if you could if you could feel it all at one time you'd probably just explode you know or your heart would stop or something but yeah um we we were so lucky the the commu- this community um not gonna lie like artists we're so competitive like we just compare each other to each other and we want to we want to be friends, but we want to sell more albums than the other one. Or I do, speaking personally. But I'm gonna tell you something: when something like this happens, or when it did to us, uh, we had a meal that day from Russell Dickerson's uh, family, him and his wife. That day, uh, I I know they were busy, uh, CMT stuff, and she left and homemade the most incredible lasagnas and soup. Yeah, and just, just soups. Every up. just it buckets of. I mean, we I don't think we paid for a meal or fixed a meal she you know oakley we lost oakley in june on june 6th and i promise you we had food till september more more food than we could eat you know and and for us to be you know we felt it took us a while like to just get back out into life Mm -hmm. you know and so the last thing you wanted to do was was like worry about where we're going to eat tonight and and so yeah i mean it was we were so well uh, taken care of. Craig and Laura showed up. They met. They met Oakley. They they held her. That he actually officiated like a little, a funeral service. My my boys and I buried her. Like we we filled it the hole up with dirt, and you know Craig and Laura were there, and we were just surrounded by. We had a lot of family people. and friends show up that day, and you know it's. It's a tricky situation for all of us to navigate. Nobody knows what to do. And, you know, death is awkward. It can be awkward for all of us. We don't know how to walk through it, really. And nobody, I mean, people talk about it, but. um, Well, I think y'all being willing to share your story and then kind of also, too, yeah, it is. that That's an accurate statement. Death is is awkward. Um, So it's like just. People should just show up. I mean, it's a reminder for me to hear that too. And I think other people listening, like if some, if you know someone's gone through something, sometimes you just don't want to be in the way right? or you don't want to, like, you don't really know, well, well, I'm not that close to them, but I mean, I've, I have sympathy for them. I empathize or whatever the case may be. Like I, I hurt for them right now because I know that they're hurting and this has got to be painful, but like, but what do I do? And so I don't know, like Sometimes we do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I think that this is probably a reminder that just, just do. Yeah. If it's put on your heart, like, don't ignore that. Just do. And I know probably the people that sent meals and, you know, publishing companies and labels and, you know, so many people were providing food for us. And that might seem silly and small to them, but it really did. It did. People feeding us through August, it was. I mean, it really was such a blessing because physically I couldn't for a while. And then after that, you just are trying to pick up the pieces. I mean, mm-hmm. you just are trying to your best to maintain some sort of let's get back into life. Like we can't just hole up in our house forever. Um, and to have that taken care of and provided for us, it really was. That was huge. That was so huge. And that was, you know, maybe people saw that as small. Just, OK, I'm going to send them a gift card for Uber Eats or whatever people might have done. I mean, it it all made such a difference. To what you're saying, Amy, that's like to, to me, the, the, the us experiencing that and and the people that did show up, 
um, it's, it's to, to me like the right answer in that case that you're talking about. Cause I feel the same way. Like, I don't really know that guy that well. And like, is it going to be weird, you know, if I show up and I feel like the right answer takes the most courage and, and like Craig, can you imagine how scary it would be to drive up to a dude's son base baseball game, son's baseball game and be like, take this car. Like, I can't imagine a more frightening thing to do. Um, and the same thing, you talk about Michelle showing up for me that day. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty angry person amidst, like, emotions like that. So I can't imagine being on her side of that waiting room and talking to a completely silent man whose wife isn't even out and okay yet and just start black and just start telling my story you know that's just that had to that required some serious bravery um so yeah what i'm saying is probably like it's good just to show yeah i mean that's what i'm receiving from this now and even a reminder to myself and then sometimes when you're hesitant on sharing your story and sometimes it may hurt but i think that what y'all have learned for it too is it's therapeutic Mm-hmm. And then also, like Michelle, it probably was painful. It probably walked her through her entire thing, and she's having to relive it. Right. But somewhat therapeutic. But also, now it gives. Not that you want to give. You have to find. It's almost like you want to find the reasons why things go bad. It's not like there's the whole that everything happens for a reason, yeah. or like okay, well, this is why that happens, so we can better prepare me. But for me, I think if you look at it like. um, well, yeah, this was a really crappy situation. Like, this sucked. But in order to make the best of it, I have to look for the ways to make this better. Like, you can choose to live in the crap and make it crappy and it be a horrible situation. Like, the whole, like, my mom's cancer battle, losing her to that, like, could have been, like, we could have just lived in the crap. It sucked. It was brutal. The things I saw, I will never unsee. And it was horrible. And nobody should have to die that way. Like, it just was not right. And, you know, I was there till her last breath. I even laid with her dead body for like an hour with my sister and thought it was awkward. But it's like my sister and I made a choice. Like, okay, what are we going to do from here on out? What's the legacy going to be? Are we going to, you know, just sit in this yuck? Or are we going to, like, look for how we can help others with this, you know? And so then now that's what we've done. And I feel like, too, y'all sharing your story that's what you can do is look for the reasons. And for Michelle, yeah, I mean, she went through it, but then she was able to help you. Yeah. And she was such, she was like your angel that day, Walker. Oh, yeah. I mean, like a huge blessing. Yeah. And then now y'all are going to be that for somebody else because it, the stuff is going to happen in life. It is. But when you put yourself out there and you open it up, like you have an opportunity to be that angel for somebody else. Yeah. Like I guarantee you somebody listening right now, like it has been, or god forbid like somebody listening and then you know some like a year or two later something may happen where this podcast may write and they may remember oh gosh like they may know what you're saying and the things like remember to how to how to grieve and everybody grieves differently but um and not that y'all went into necessarily exactly how you grieve the process but just for y'all being open and sharing and i'm so thankful and i appreciate you Opening up for my listeners too. Oh, sweet to have us. Fourth thing with Amy Brown. 
Okay, so now it's gratitude time, and I want to hear the four things. So technically, because it's times two today, we're going to get oh, eight. We, eight okay. We're, we're going to get eight, eight things. things. Yeah, well, Walker, you get four, and Lainey, you get four. And it's just something fun to do because, you know, with gratitude, when you practice that, that's what brings true joy. And so yeah. that's what we're all about on the podcast. So we want to encourage that, and maybe it'll get other people to be thinking about what they're grateful for today. Okay. Put me on the spot here. Well, obviously, I mean, I'm just not just saying it, but I, I'm right here. Well, I, tell, <laughs> I swear, I tell Lainey this all the time, and uh, I mean, I, it's it's so cheesy, but I'm grateful for her. Uh, you know, who I I never would have thought. You know, just I mean, I, I guess I'm like halfway through life here, and I'm just really glad. You know that I have. I'm glad I found her so early. Um, my best friend, just just somebody I wanted, just to hold hold my hand through everything, you know, and even the worst stuff, you know. I, I've I feel like I've experimented holding Lanny's hand through all things, and um, she's there's no one else I'd rather like get old with. So I'm obviously grateful for her. I'm so grateful uh, for all of my children uh, living and gone. Um, they are unreal. I learn so much from my kids uh, about my own brokenness. And um, I don't know, they make me laugh, but they also just make me love life um, even more. I'm grateful for, um, I'm grateful for music. You know, music, uh, it brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh you know, I always tell Lainey this, and she, she makes fun of me because I'm so emotionally at, attached to all music. But it it truly is. I, I can't imagine a life without it. I can't imagine a life without uh, being able to make it uh, for therapeutic reasons. Um, it has saved my life a billion times, and um, it's, it's given me um, purpose. And then... Um, and then my last, you know, but not least grateful, and I don't really know how to say this, but I'm right now. I'm I'm gr- I'm grateful for the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that book. Um, I don't know everything in it. Uh, I don't know how to apply, you know, verse after verse. But I'm I'm grateful that that is a resource. Um, for me at this time in my life as I kind of add up all my experiences and try to move forward as an old man. Um, I'm glad it's there for me and the man in it is in there um, with me, I think. so. Oh, I love those four things, yeah. Walker. I'm going to try to not jump all over the things he He's said. Just, she's just going to copy first, me. so I can't I'm copy I'm so glad him. I got to I go know. first. no, I wish I'd gone first. Um, this is super generic, and it's kind of a you know wonderful like Miss America kind of answer, but um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Miss Alabama and if you know coming me, in that, that is not, yeah. that doesn't really suit me very well. But, um, but I'm going to just go generic with love on the first one. I mean, Walker and I spend more time than you know just talking about love just how you know how do we love each other better how do we love our kids better how do we love other people um obviously you know 
we have a handful of people in our life that have really impacted us in that, have taught us, shown us, um, you know, Craig, other friends, reading about Jesus, whatever. I mean, it's, we, another book we're both kind of reading right now. I mean, we are constantly talking about how can we just love other people better. Um, So that's just kind of generic a little bit. Uh, My second one, I want to say laughter because that gets us through a whole, a whole, whole, whole lot. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure Sonos Walker feels like the jester of the family, but I'm like, we laugh so much when he's home and I'm so grateful for that. Um, It gets you through anything. It's like us trying to pick out a burial plot for Oakley and it's the worst experience you can even imagine walking through. And then... He makes me laugh. He makes comments and we just giggle. And I'm like, golly, I'm so thankful for moments of laughter, um, whether it's in the hard times or the, you know, super happy times. And then the third, I'm going to have to say all of my my living family. I mean, I and Walker's already touched on that and I can't say anything but kind of repeat what he says. Um, Walker, our kids living, um, it's they are just such a joy in my life. They, because of all them, it makes it harder to yearn for heaven because I love being here with all of them mm-hmm. so, so, so much. Yeah. Um, that they, they are just my everything. It's hard to not make them idols in my life because I love them that much. Um, I always want to be with them and I just, I don't know, everything in my life just wants to revolve around them. Um, and then the fourth one, I'm going to say Oakley um, because I can see the big picture of her and what the Lord is doing with us having her and losing her. And I'm so grateful. It, it's a stretch to say I'm grateful for that experience because it is more painful than I can even express, but I'm so grateful for what the Lord is teaching us and how he's using her life um, to change us and to reach out to others and just to make us more outwardly focused. And um, just, I think a lot of the changes that he is working on in us would not have happened without having lost her. And I wish those were lessons we could have learned without losing her, but I'm not sure we were in a place to do that. So um, I'm very grateful for her and what her life, even though it was just nine months in utero, what that is really teaching us Mm -hmm. and continues to teach us. Yeah. Well, I just love and adore y'all so much. So Walker, Lainey, thank you for coming on. Boom. You. boom. Boom. Y'all nailed it. The four things podcast. <laughs> you end with a boom. All four things. And, you know, yes, through the, I can't even tell y'all how many times I got goosebumps when y'all were talking and sharing. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that y'all came on. We're glad you have us. a podcast. Amy. Yeah. How's it feel? You. you feel famous? No. <laughs> Come on. It's a big deal. You're rocking it, Amy. It's a good awesome. Oh, yeah. You know. You know the laws, the technology. Yeah. No. You're I'm killing no. it. It's just stuff I learned from Bobby. So, <laughs> yeah. It is different, though, because I've been, you know, I've been doing this a long time, like 13 years, but with Bobby. So now to kind of be on my own. Yeah. It's like, 
a little bit. You're in the we were looking forward to it, and well, we've listened to a couple of them. You, you do a great job. I oh. listen to them while I'm working out. <laughs> Learn recipes. Sure. Get that pancake recipe. <laughs> yes. The one, the first one. Stevenson's pancake yeah. recipe. Yeah. It was good. Stevenson came on and shared it. That's He's so awesome. cute. That was his podcast debut. He was funny. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, y'all are great. Um, and I will see y'all soon. Y'all got to bring all the kids over. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but it's happening. We're all getting y'all, together. Original, we, we'll just come over to your house. That's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Especially because it doesn't matter about the yard or the house. Yeah, it does not. You, you can't mess up anything like here. Kind of crooked and dangerous. It's awesome. <laughs> Rusty. Four square court. Yeah, you know, we do. Love it. Good to go. Um, okay. Well, everybody go to walkerhaze.com. I don't know why I just kissed like that. <laughs> <laughs> but walkerhaze.com, download all of his music. Walker, really, really quick. Yeah. What is your favorite song you've ever put out? Ooh. Ever put out? Yeah. Not going to lie. Uh, it's just Don't Let Her. I, mean, oh! I know. I know that's. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's my favorite one. It, I, me too, but I just I didn't know if there was some like you know no, one we've never I love heard Halloween. of obscure. Oh uh, yes, Halloween I, is I so good. That. This is, I'm just trying to encourage people if they yeah. haven't ever heard your music, like Beer oh, in the fridge. Halloween, Layla Stars or Leela's. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it's Leela's. Um, Leela's Stars. Yes, based on my money. Is oh, that's Lainey's one of favorite. my favorites. He loves that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, but this is the jam right here. Come on, we're jamming. We'll end on this. I'm gonna turn it up. You better shave before you kiss her. And if she ever misses me, please don't let her jam. Okay, so that's Walker and Lainey Hayes. If you weren't familiar with them before today's episode, well, you are now, and I hope you love them as much as I do. I just appreciate them coming on to do all four things with me and opening up about different parts of their life. Like, they're so amazing. You can follow Walker on Instagram, at Walker Hayes. And then on YouTube, you got to check out These Are the Hayes of Our Lives, their little YouTube show. Get it? Like, these are the days of our lives, but since their last name is Hayes. <laughs> so, yeah, give them a follow. Tell them how much you you loved uh, them being on the podcast, if you did. I mean, I'm not telling y'all to just, like, lie, but if you liked it, it never hurts to reach out to someone and say, hey, thank you for sharing part of your life with us. And uh, thank you for doing Amy's theme song. Like, I love it. I personally love it. Be kind. Choose joy. Laugh a lot. Eat cake. Which that was our joy seeker. I mean, we talked about it in the interview. That already existed. But the way Walker turned it into my theme song, I love it. And then, of course, Pimp and Joy, which the note I got for my email shout out today has to do with Pimp and Joy. So it's a perfect tie in. I thought this was a great email to wrap up the Walker and Lainey Hayes Four Things podcast. So this email comes from Suzanne. And Suzanne, I love this. Thank you for sharing this email with me. Amy, I just had to share this story with you because it brought so much joy to me, and I know it will bring the same to you. I recently made a big move into D.C. to live by myself for the first time. I was absolutely terrified, but I faced that fear head on, especially with the help of your podcast. A few weeks ago, I was crossing a street with my dog and spotted a driver's license. I watched as tons of people stepped on or over it. It only took a second of my time, but I picked it up and took it home with me. I sent it back to the owner with a quick note that said, Hope this reaches you in time. Just a quick, kind thing I could do for you. Hashtag pimpin' joy. Long story short, after a very stressful week, I returned home to my little apartment 
to find a card in the mail with a message that said, you give me hope for humanity in this world. Ah, Suzanne, great story. Yes, you saw a license. You took the time to pick it up. You checked out the address. You mailed it to the person. They probably thought their license was gone forever, which I recently lost my license and I still haven't gotten it back. And I still need to go figure out how I'm going to get a new one. I don't know what I need to do. Call and renew or go to the DMV. But uh, the DMV, just like even saying it right now, sort of stresses me out. But I'm sure that this person was obviously so thankful. And yes, you gave them hope for humanity in this world by your little kind act. And that is what Pimp and Joy is all about. I mean, first of all, Suzanne alludes to the fact that I think she's choosing joy for herself, even though she was terrified moving to D.C., but then she decided to spread joy to others, and Pimp and Joy in a nutshell is about that. Choose joy, spread joy, be joy. I know that I can't talk, but somehow I have this podcast. So choose joy, spread joy, be joy, all things joy. So shout out, Suzanne, and... Shout out to all of you out there that are Pimp and Joy. You can always post stuff on Instagram. Use the hashtag. If you want to get any Pimp and Joy swag for yourself, just go to RadioAmy.com, and that's where you can find a link to Pimp and Joy stuff. Same link that'll take you to Pimp and Joy will also get you to Espoa Things, which is our line that supports Haiti. And just a quick note on that, we have launched the Teacher for Things tote bags, and there's a code, there's a discount code for teachers, and it's Apple. Actually, there's two codes that will work. You're only going to get still 10% either way, but two codes. You can type in Apple or Westrock, because we're doing a whole thing on the Bobby Bone Show with Westrock Coffee. That's like, we're big Westrock Coffee fans, and they do a lot of really amazing good things in this world. They even are delivering, I think right now like as I speak, some four things tote bags to Rwanda. Like how cool is that, that teachers in Rwanda are going to have tote bags, four things tote bags? Like it's amazing. So uh, yeah, if you are a teacher, you can get the teacher tote, which the four things on our already made teacher tote say caffeinate, educate, sleep, repeat. Hmm, Pretty cute. Um, if you, I know we went back and forth on what the four things were going to be for our teacher tote. And I know we didn't make everybody happy with that one, but overall it's been a great response. But if we didn't make one the way you like it, that's the beauty of the four things tote. You can also customize your own. So that is super cool. You can just think of the four things you wished were on your teacher tote or our teacher tote and, and make your own. So that's, that's the fun part or make it for a teacher in your life. Or yeah, maybe you're not a teacher, but you've got kids and you want to get your teacher a gift. Well, then order them the teacher tote. Pretty much every teacher can relate to caffeinate, educate, sleep, repeat. And, um, what else? There was one more thing associated with that. Oh, Yeah, we are still working on, I think around September is when we will launch the sponsored teacher tote, where we want to have you guys come alongside and sponsor some totes. And then we're trying to get donations and maybe even people sponsoring like, uh, you know, with funds, like when you buy a tote, you could check out and say like, oh, I want to donate an extra five or 10 or $15. Or maybe you can't even afford to buy a tote, but you can do the $5. It'll go towards what we're going to fill the tote with to kind of bless teachers And then people are going to be able to nominate teachers and then we'll pick them and then we'll just mail them a surprise tote full of all kinds of amazing goodies inside. Isn't that fun? Okay. We hope that y'all will join in. We like need to, this is where though we need to rally the troops and spread the word. Y'all are amazing at that. Like I feel like we've got a great little community going here, 
But this will be one where we've got to just spread the word on Facebook, on Instagram, tell your friends, um, send emails, maybe just tell your book club, your mom's group, your this or that. I don't know how you spread the word, but word of mouth is what we've got. So that's what we've got to use. Which speaking of, same, same way for this podcast, word of mouth, tell your people and subscribe. That would be huge. Really, just subscribing and rating and reviewing is amazing. Maybe you don't have time to rate and review. Just click subscribe. Boom. Tell your friends. Go on your husband's phone. Click subscribe. Maybe he'll start listening. Then we got another male listener. I feel like every time we get a male listener, <laughs> an angel gets its wings. So, okay. Y'all are amazing. Um, again, uh, shout out Walker and Lainey Hayes for being on today. Uh. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things. Laugh a little more things. Tight, tighten up your core things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All right, this sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With Advanced Control Mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all-new bottle for an all-new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. You can even customize your spray. Like to cover targeted areas, you just tap the trigger lightly, or you can pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray, ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable. From sweat-resistant sport formula to kids' SPF 50+, this is sun care that'll come in handy when my kids are swimming, playing sports, when I'm hiking, when we're out at the lake, or whatever it is that we're doing outdoors. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.